First came Gyosha, many-limbed and all-seeing, born from the mountains of hidden fire into the darkness. Keeping only two arms and two legs, he molded the land from his other limbs and guarded it jealously as his own flesh. All is mine, he said into the wide silence. One. I never knew Tayasha K. Demit, but her execution started everything. On the day the king sentenced her to die, I was with the other palace slave children, cleaning the high friezes in the library of the gods. Naka and Linti wouldn't stop talking about the execution, in low voices, of course, so the guards far below would not hear and shake our precarious platforms. The Killerite guards never liked being assigned to the library on cleaning days and strictly enforced the rule of silence. How long before she dies? whispered Linty anxiously, brushing her white blonde hair out of her face. Naka shrugged and looked over at me. How many times will they burn her, Raisa? My stomach turned. Hush, I told them, too loudly, earning myself a shake from the guards below. I was lying on my back, cleaning the ceiling, and so only had to grab the platform's side to maintain my balance. Arnath child slaves did not stay alive as long as I had, unless they learned how to stay atop the platforms. Many children had fallen to their deaths on the stone library floor. The thick rugs were always removed before the cleaning. No one wanted to sully the carpets trod by the gods with the blood of Arnath slaves. I couldn't fault the younger children for their grim fascination. Naka was eight and Linty only six, and it wasn't every day that a prince's tutor was executed for treason. I'd heard the rumblings about it all day in the palace. The king had ordered that the whole city attend, even, or perhaps especially, the slaves. For, though the tutors held a privileged place in Kilara, they were still Arnath, like us. They wore the green clothing of slaves, too, even if they also wore white. Tayasha would die, and another Arnath girl would be chosen to take her place as tutor in training. I slid along the platform, leveraging my weight against the edge so that I could push my rag into the molding above the statue of Gyosha, king of the gods. Though I was still small, my body had finally seemed to realize that I was almost fifteen and had begun to soften and develop that year. No doubt the guards would soon complain about my weight on the platforms, and I would be sent to serve in one of the temples. The only Arnathim permitted to live in the palace were the tutors and the children who cleaned the high places. When I dropped my rag to signal to the guards, they turned the crank and lowered the platform. I dangled my legs over the side as it descended, watching the white friezes give way to the honeycomb of openings full of letters to the gods written by all the kings of Kilara. The letters, I had been told, were written in the higher order script known only to the king and his heir, and, I thought with a jealous pang, their tutors. Tayasha K. Demit, Arnath though she was, would have been able to read the letters, if she had ever been allowed in the library. The higher order symbols were forbidden even to the nobles, 
who proudly called themselves the scholar class because they alone could read and write. But the scholars were only permitted to know the lower order writing. Killerites of the merchant and peasant classes, like the guards, couldn't even learn that. For a common slave like me, writing even one symbol would mean death. Still, the library of the gods fascinated me. The walls were rounded, save for the straight one at the northern end. There stood an enormous statue of Gaiosha, built into the wall itself, one face staring out over the library, the other looking out to sea on the outside wall of the palace. Statues of the other gods ringed the library. My eyes were drawn against my will to the statue by the door. Gaiosha's son, Akil, god of sacred learning, triumphantly holding a branding rod to the cheek of his mother, bound and gagged at his feet. Sotia, goddess of wisdom, whose crime had been wanting to give the gift of writing to all people.